Welcome to the Jordan and Kristen Rickard Show. The world is falling apart, but you don't have to. Join Jordan and Kristen as they discuss the challenges that face us in our decaying world every day. God has a plan for you to have victory and to be a light in the darkness. As the Bible says, those who are wise will shine like the brightness of the heavens, and those who lead many to righteousness like the stars forever and ever. Now, here's Jordan and Kristen. All right, good evening, everybody. Welcome to another edition of Jordan and Kristen Pray For You. Sorry it's been a while. Chris and I have been just a little bit under the weather, but we're feeling great now. You can see our hair is growing a little bit long here. It's because we were overdue really for a haircut two weeks ago, and we still haven't gotten a cut yet, but we're <laughs> we're going to get there. Anyway, listen, so um, here's what today's message is going to be. Now, of course, Kristen's going to pray for you guys all in a minute, and we got a bunch of prayer requests. And we're going to try to get to all of them. Um, but my message for you guys today is that God is the keeper of the flame. And I mean that in a lot of ways, but certainly in this way, in the context of marriage, because for those of you who follow the show, you know, I'm an attorney and I do a lot of divorces. And so I like to say that I'm kind of like a marriage coroner. I do like marriage autopsies all day long. And I, I, I've learned over time, I think what really causes marriages to fail. And one of the main things is people get in the marriage and they're all in love and everything like that. And they've got this great emotional feeling to it. And then that thing fades and with it, the marriage fades because they expect that to last. And what the world will tell you is, well, that doesn't last. Okay. That that's, you know, a chemical process that actually and the scientists have tried to identify exactly how long it takes. They say it lasts about 900 days and it's designed basically to get you guys to procreate and get together and further the species. And then that fades and it's replaced with something else. And so the world basically tells you, uh, forget about that. That's just, that's going to come and go. And people deal with this different ways. Some people deal with it, which is by just being in, in a series of these sort of medium term relationships. You find somebody, you get that high, you love being the in love part of it, right? And then that kind of fades and you go off to your next kind of superficial medium term relationship to get that high with someone else until that fades and so on and so forth. That's one group of people. Then you get the other group who they try to find like artificial ways in their relationship to, to let's say, renew that feeling. And, you know, I remember speaking to a guy one time who said, well, you know, and he's got married 30 years and he says that he and his wife decided one day to spice things up by, uh, by taking on alcohol, drinking a lot and getting into pornography. It's like, well, and you couldn't see why that wasn't going to work. Okay. Um, so here's, here's the good news I have for you. The good news is you don't have to accept what the world says, which is that that feeling comes and goes. And you don't have to prop it up artificially, that God is the keeper of the flame, that we serve a God of renewal. And renewal, newness, see, that's the, that's kind of the key to this, because everything is exciting. It's not just love. Everything is exciting when it's new, right? It's not just finding the right person. You save up your money because you want to get whatever, a car or whatever, and you get this dream car of yours, and it's awesome, and you, you look at it in the garage, and the first few days you have it, you may even sit in it when you don't have anywhere to go, or you just find places to go just to drive it, whatever. And then after three or four years, it's still the same car. It hasn't changed, but you know, you don't have that same, that same level of excitement. When you start a new job, you have a great level of excitement and maybe three or four years in, you know, maybe you're, you're getting a little bit tired of it because of, of, of the routine of it. You know, the new house you got all of a sudden becomes, you know, it, it loses its luster after a while. Everything is exciting when it's new. The good news is we serve a God of renewal. See, that's one of the things that a Christian couple has that a secular couple really doesn't. It's that God wants to constantly renew your relationship with him and therefore by each other. 
Because what a relationship, what a marriage really is, a godly one, is two people coming into oneness with each other and with God. And so as as you learn more about God, as you go deeper and deeper into your relationship with him, he's constantly renewing your relationship with him and therefore with each other. This is a constant theme in the Bible, this renewal. Uh, Isaiah 40, 30, it says, even youths grow tired and weary and young men stumble and fall, but those who hope in the Lord will renew their strength, okay? Ephesians 4.22, you were taught with regard to your former way of life, put off your old self, which is being corrupted by its deceitful desires, to be made new in the attitudes of your mind, okay? Uh, Romans 12.2 says, do not conform to the pattern of the world, but be transformed, again, with the renewing of your mind. Psalm 51 says, create in me a, a pure heart, O God, renew a steadfast spirit within me. Second Corinthians 4.16 says, do not lose heart, though out, outwardly we're wasting weight. Inwardly, we are being renewed day by day, okay? Jeremiah 31.25, I will refresh the weary. I will satisfy the faint. Uh, Acts 3.19 says, repent, turn to God so that your sins may be wiped out, that times of refreshing may come from the Lord. Second Corinthians 5.17, if anyone is in Christ, He's a new creation. The old is gone, new has come. Paul says, I die daily. And he doesn't mean he goes through some mortifying, horrible, painful experience daily. It means he's being renewed every day. Every day is a new day. Every day is refreshed. You know, I'm reminded, actually, uh, this wasn't in my notes, uh, just as I'm, I'm giving this message of uh, the, the woman at the well that Jesus meets. And in fact, it's kind of interesting that she's this adulterous woman and he's Jesus really, this is the first time he reveals his his messianic calling to anyone is to her and one of the things he says to her is you know this water here if you drink that you'll thirst again but the water i have for you in other words the water of life the oneness with christ if you drink that you'll never thirst and so that's really the key guys is understanding that god's relationship with you is one of constant renewal that doesn't mean that you get high on God, then you fall into sin, you fall away, and then you say the call of salvation again, you come back. It doesn't have to be like that. A lot of times renewal is just going deeper and deeper with God. Because what you're going to find is that God is so big, he's so infinite, okay, that every day you should be learning something new about him. And it's like you're meeting him again for the first time. And in fact, when you do that, you'll find the same things happen with your partner. I find that every day I learn something new about Kristen. Just even these past two weeks when, when I've been kind of sick, not kind of, I've been very sick. You know, I learned more and more about what a great woman she is and her character. And it's like I'm meeting her again for the first time. That's the renewal. And the idea here, guys, is that your relationship with God and your relationship with your partner aren't really supposed to be two separate things. It's all one and the same. And so as you're going deeper with God, as you're asking him for this renewal and as he's giving you this renewal, okay, he's not just constantly renewing your relationship with him, but your relationship with each other through the Holy Spirit. And so that's really the key, guys. You don't have to resign yourself to what the world resigns itself to, which is the 900 days of blissfully being in love and then the honeymoon period is over. Someone said to Chris and I the other day on Facebook, like, well, enjoy the honeymoon period now. It's like, I will enjoy it now and it's going, I'm going to keep enjoying it and I'm never going to stop that's enjoying great. it because great. we're going to be constantly uh, renewing our relationship. And that's the key. That's how you stay in love. That's how, that's how you really keep the fire alive is understanding that it's not it's not going to come from TV. It's not going to come from movies. It's not going to come from, you know, all these secular sources. I mean, those things can be fine. There's nothing wrong with being romantic. And, and certainly Kristen and I go on dates and things like that. And we're committed to each other's relationship. Okay. But God is the keeper of the flame. 
because he's the one who renews our spirit constantly. And in so doing, not just our, our love and our relationship with him, but our love and our relationship with each other. That's my message for you today. I love that. I love that. It is so, I love that because you put it in such a tangible way. You know, we, we always say, okay, you know, being a Christian couple and end our relationship with Christ. And like you said, not just as just apply to relationships with whatever you're doing. How do you keep things from getting stale? And that's because God is newness. Mm -hmm. You know, behold, I am doing a new thing. Uh, before it announces, uh, before it springs up into being, I announce it to you. And I always, what I love about that verse is that connects with the woman at the well, because right. the spring, you know, uh, it springs forth. I, I always imagined a spring, an actual geyser of God's newness. And uh, what I love is that God has always has something new for us. Always. Every time we seek his face, every time we spend time in his presence, there's no end to it. There's always new, there's always, we can never, we can never grasp everything God is. We can never grasp that in every single dimension in our relationship. And as we grow with him, we grow with each other. We grow in that opportunity. God, God has given you, you grow in that um, thing that maybe is like Jordan said, a, a, an occupation or something that has become dull. God has something new for you. God has new dreams. Without vision, my people perish, God said. God has new vision for you every single day. So, so don't let life just be about, oh, you know, clicking the alarm clock, doing the same old routine. Routine is good because, you know, it says it's in structure. Um, and some of us li like it more than others. I'm not really a person who likes structure too much, but, um, you know, you have to have some structure. However, there's always something new, exciting. And, um, one of my favorite preachers, Mark Batterson said, God has surprises, sovereign surprises up, I, holy surprises up, up his sovereign sleeve. And I love that, like a surprise romance. And I love that because that, that's what, what God is. And I love when you mentioned the woman at the well, because to me as a woman, you know, I think of the tenderness of Christ in those moments, that mm -hmm. moment, the moment where the, the woman caught in adultery, where he draws the line in the sand and said, who is without sin? There's so many examples of that as a woman that I just draw on every day. But it is great to have that, to have that promise of hope of God's renewing in our life. And I Amen. love what you you put there. Thank so. you, baby. Thank you. Wonderful. Well, can you pray for all these good people? Yes. And before I do, um, I just because I don't want to forget, several of you were asking about, and I did message you individually if you if you messaged us about Bibles, hard copy Bibles, um, and we we've mentioned before. There's digital ways, of course, to get Bibles the through the Word app, or um, I think it's Bible.com, right? Bible.com. Yeah. Or but if you need a hard copy Bible, there's um, a couple of different resources and Light for the Lost mm -hmm. is one. So definitely check into that. Fire Bibles is another one. So um, we want to make sure you have what you need. Okay, so I want to just pray for all of us today. God, I pray that you show us something new. You're always doing something new. Behold, I'm doing something new. You're always doing something new. But we need to be attuned to it. We need to to make sure we're receptive. You're always reaching out to us, but may we be receptive to you reaching out. And may we never lose the newness. We, may we never lose the excitement. And excitement is not just an emotional hype. And for those of us who like 
emotional hypes, <laughs> we must remember that God, you are greater than any emotional hype and you are the long lasting forever lover of our souls and in all things, whether it's a marriage, whether it's um, an occupation, a dream in our heart that you put in our heart, God, there's always something new, exciting because you are the source of everything and you are the center of everything. And you are the one who from your hand, God, you, satisf you satisfy us. Mm -hmm. You satisfy us. Nothing in this world can satisfy us. You satisfy us. Help us to grasp that and to grasp you, Lord, and just go after you and go after the new things you have. And I, I pray right now for, I feel God's speaking to someone in your marriage. God wants to restore your marriage. If you feel like that flame has gone out, is, is it too late to get it back? No, God has new things for you in your marriage. God wants to renew someone's um, vision for the dream that he's put in their heart. If you feel like you've lost it or you, you're too far gone or it's too late in life or you're too to this, to that, the, your age, you know, whatever barrier you're perceiving, God has new things for you. So just grasp that today and take hold of him. In Jesus' name, amen. Great prayer, baby. Absolutely. Thank you. Thank you. I love how your uh, product placement here, Pellegrino. Well, you know, the, the thing of it is, I noticed when I speak for like eight minutes straight like that, my yeah. mouth gets very dry. Well, that's fine. Pellegrino. Mm -hmm. If Pellegrino wants to sponsor us, exactly. that they would be great. Well, we're sponsoring them, so. <laughs> okay. How many we have tonight? Uh, oh, oh, we have one praise report. Go ahead. Why don't you it's give it just, It's very generic, but hey, I don't know what it is, Cindy, but thank you for saying. She said, God bless you. Love you guys. And thank you for the answered prayer, God. So yay. Right. Thank you, Lord, for answered prayer. I'll do the first uh, half of these. I'll do up to this person and you okay. can do the rest. Okay. So and I, listen, this is an international ministry. Only about 10% of our viewers, we have 100,000 followers. Only about 10% are from America. So we have some some different names here, but we'll start. Azu Sena says, we need your prayers for family comfort for our, for our loved one who died. Juanita, who's a friend of ours, um, asked us to pray because her daughter tried to take her life. Mm. Lucy asked for prayers. Bizwajit asked for healing. And Roxana asked for prayers. And Rukim also says, pray for my family. So God, let me just take these individually. Father God, we thank you for all of these people, first of all. Yes. I want to lift up Azu's Sina to you. You comfort that you please comfort her family in this very difficult time. Uh, who's, she's lost a loved one. And God, you know, your word says that you're very near to the brokenhearted. And so we ask that you not only be near to Azu's Sina and her family, but that they feel your presence. They feel your nearness and they feel the peace that passes understanding with the knowledge that their, their loved one hopefully uh, was saved and went to heaven. Yes. God, for our friend Juanita, we pray for her daughter right now. We pray for her life and we claim her life for Christ. Yes. We claim her life for its purpose. We know that you didn't put her on this earth as a mistake. She That's needs right. to know that she was not an accident, that she has a brilliant purpose, that even, you know, this suicide attempt, um, a lot of times people, you know, attempt to commit suicide and they feel like they're damaged goods afterwards. Like you're not damaged goods. Mm -hmm. You are a survivor. The enemies tried to take you out. Yes. You are an overcomer. You're more than a conqueror. Yes. And, and your life has significant meaning and purpose. I pray that God shows that to you. Yes. As soon as possible. And that, and that you just recover from this and that you're made stronger and that you help people who are feeling the same sense of desperation that you Amen. are. 
in Jesus' name. And I just want to encourage you, uh, Juanita's daughter, that if you don't know Christ, that just hang out to the end of the episode here. We're going to lead you in the call to salvation and set you on a course to have life and life abundantly. It's not just about going to heaven instead of going to hell. It's about victory in this lifetime. It's about abundance and fullness and purpose and meaning and responsibility in this lifetime. Yes. For Lucy and Ruxana, who just asked for prayers, God, you know what their specific needs are. We pray for them. We pray that you hear you hear their prayers and that you answer their prayers, God. And for Bizwajit, who's praying for healing, God, that's a prayer that Chris and I have been praying a lot lately since we got pretty sick and some family members got sick also. And so we know that we serve a God who heals. Yes. We know that by your stripes we're healed. In fact, guys, it might interest you to know that uh, the first day I got sick, I get this, uh, every day I get a Bible verse sent to me on my phone. And the verse that was sent to me said, I am the Lord your God who forgives your sins and heals your diseases. Mm. That was a good verse to have that get, got me through those two weeks. So God, we claim that right now for Bizwajit, yes. that you are the God who forgives our sins and heals our diseases. It's interesting how he links those two together. Yeah. And so maybe, you know, I think a lot of times we have to ask forgiveness for our sins first and really repent as a condition of healing. And so God, we thank you for Bizwajit. We pray for his healing in Jesus name and total restoration. Well, you know, there's so many times in the Bible where God will go to, you know, somebody will be asking for physical healing and God will say, I'm going to heal you. And I'm going to, but he says, even before he says about healing, it's going to forgive you of your sins or going to deliver you for, from something else. And the right. person's like, but uh, this is my real need here. And God <laughs> does that too. But how many times I think of in my own life, even I remember one time, just, just a little thing um, compared on the scale of, uh, you know, healing and God's miracles. But to me, it was something that I struggled with a, a lot was allergies. And I remember asking the Lord and God saying, I'm going to heal you from the allergies, but he addressed something else. He addressed another need I had and then healed me from the allergies. So that happens a lot. Um, Good insight. Okay. So I think you left off here, right? You got that one? Yes. Yeah. Okay. So that's the first one. Ref um, asked for no, healing. Rukim. Okay. Uh, Rukim asked for prayer for his family. Rev asked for healing and deliverance. Hani asked for prayer for a family. Nashiba asked for peace of mind for family. Um, and I, I already spoke about those needing Bibles. So um, I do pray, Lord, for those. Actually, that's a good prayer. Um, for those needing a hard copy of a Bible, Lord, that you put that in their hands. Those of us in the United States of America, um, sometimes take that for granted that we have the freedom to worship and the freedom, um, to obtain a Bible. And so I just pray for those who may be in situations where it's more difficult to get a Bible, um, Lord, that you, you would get that into their hands, Lord, um, and, and use instruments. And certainly you can use Jordan and I, and you can use these organizations, God, we are here. Um, and for all of these things, God. And um, I asked for Nashiba's peace of mind for her family. She said they that uh, there's seven, and their their both of her siblings have seven children. And um, I pray for peace of mind for all of them, God. Whatever they're going through, God, you are the one who gives peace. Peace is it just can't be bought. I saw a thing that said if it costs you your peace, it's too expensive. Mm, and um, you know, peace is something that. No matter how much money you have, no matter how much, you know, uh, uh, things you have, fame, whatever, um, if you don't have peace, God's peace is is so critical. So I pray for peace for their family. For Hani and um, Rukman, I 
and Roxana, I pray a blanket of peace over their family and healing and restoration and all these things we talked about today. And for Ref, I pray for healing and deliverance, God, because you are our healer, God. You have healed every disease and by your stripes, we are healed and for deliverance in Jesus name. Amen. Amen. Great job. All right. Can you make us in the call to salvation? Absolutely. So if you would like to accept Jesus as your Lord and Savior, if let me put it this way, if you haven't yet accepted Jesus as your Lord and Savior, you, you would be crazy not to. Jesus loves you so much. He died on a cross for your sins. And you know, there, there's this thing tugging at your heart right now. That's called the Holy Spirit. That's, you know, God, the father, God, the God, the Son, and God, the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is a great comforter, and He's tugging at your heart, and He's a gentleman, and He won't force His way, but He just wants you so badly to come into His kingdom and to experience peace and joy and renewal. And if your life is just a mess and you don't know what to do, you've, all you have to do is accept Jesus into your life and start a new life. He has a fresh new beginning. I feel like that's for, word is for somebody today. God has a new beginning for you. New beginnings new beginnings for you. So in Jesus name, just follow after me with this prayer. Dear Jesus, I ask you to come into my heart. Forgive me of my sins. I make you my Lord and Savior and I will follow you all the days of my life. In Jesus name, amen. If you prayed that prayer, please let us know. Mm -hmm. Comment on the video, send us a message. We always are encouraged by that. So Absolutely. thank you. All right. Great job, baby. All right, guys. Good to see you all again. As always, we'll be back soon. I hope you had a good time. And um, remember, please to like the page and share the videos. We don't make any money off of these things. We're just doing this as a ministry uh, to try to help people out. So if you can just share the videos, it's an easy way for you know you to help spread the word also. Okay, guys. Thanks so much for everything. Uh, we love you very much. And uh, we're very grateful for everything you do, for all the encouraging words you send. So we'll see you soon. Until then, as always, be blessed and be a blessing. Bye, everybody. Bye. Thank you for joining us. Don't forget to follow Jordan and Kristen Ministries on Facebook, YouTube, and iTunes. And remember to tune in next week and every week on Tuesdays at 845 on WMCA The Mission, AM 570 and FM 102.3. Amazing grace.